Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, and welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Really nice to tune in with you today. Throughout my 20 years owning a salon, I feel like I fought my way through many crazy Christmases, exhausted, burned out, until I discovered some key ways to truly make a shift and move from exhaustion to exhilaration. Now, I want to share my thoughts with you based off my own exhaustion to exhilaration experiences, as well as, of course, those of, uh, with whom I work. Uh, now, have we met? And if we haven't, I want to introduce myself. I'm Larissa, the founder of the Salon Owners Collective, and after years of frustration and also, I feel, fighting my way to salon success through ultimately just pure grit, trial and error, and I saw my fellow salon owners working themselves to the bone and I just knew I had to do it differently. So I developed the business structure, framework, resources that scaled my multi-million dollar salon from a team of two to 30. And after 20 years as a multi-award winning salon owner, I sold my salon to work in digital and social media marketing, salon technology development. And then I started teaching these tried and true business growth, team management, marketing strategies to burned out salon owners just like you. So I help salon owners like yourself grow a rock star team, lead them to smash their sales targets, attract and retain dream clients, and you know, truly step into your role of the salon CEO. And I hope that today you enjoy this special Christmas podcast and enjoy this cray cray silly season without losing your sanity, because that is the goal here. So let's be real. Pretty much every salon owner or spa owner feels this way in the lead up to Christmas. Uh, every client that you've ever looked after wants to come in those, those three weeks leading up to Christmas Day. Uh, weeks four or five before Christmas are often quiet because clients push their appointments out and they push them closer to Christmas, as close to Christmas as possible. Clients are booked back to back, squashed up. The team are often double booked. Life gets messy. Lunch breaks are missed, clients run late, so your team have to stay and work late, and now they're hangry. Hangry hairdressers are never good. Stress rises, people get tired and ratty. And as an owner, you start to work longer hours, and you still have to build the business, run the business. Um, and of course, being the end of the year, you have to plan for the new year also. So usually, you end up dropping all of the other things and just doing hair or just doing the beauty services. Can you relate? This was certainly my experience. Now, for most other people that are not in the industry, Christmas is a happy time to spend with family. They get festive. But in our industry, it can often feel like we're the only ones working ourselves to the bone. Like this is the harsh reality we as salon owners know to be all too true. The silly season can feel more crazy than silly, right? Uh, especially for this for the hair and beauty industry but I kind of feel like it's time to change that I know for many the thought of 
the new year creeping closer and closer will start to bring this looming feeling of stress and worry. Like uh, I know lots of salon owners that get themselves worked up every year around this time because they start to reflect on all the things that they haven't ticked off, their to-do list. Is this you? <laughs> uh, you're probably laughing to yourself because this was certainly me for a long time. And then you start to think about all the Christmas, uh, think all about Christmas and adding more things to your to-do list and life just gets a little bit crazy. And if there's you, hold tight, I got you. Uh, you're in the right place. Uh, I want to give you permission to let go of those things that you haven't accomplished and instead put your energy into not only surviving but thriving this Christmas period. So this is where I step in and say enough, enough is enough. <laughs> I want to help you take the stress away from the salon uh, Christmas cray cray with some must-have ideas, go-to tips and tricks checklists, resources, and more. This is what today is all about. I'm going to share with you uh, 12 uh, easy action steps to help you make this Christmas cray-cray your best Christmas yet. So if I can do it, if I can turn it around, then absolutely so can you. Are you ready? Number one. Now, because every client that you've ever looked after suddenly wants to come in in the next three weeks, uh, it gets super stressful. Uh, clients are backed up and squished up. I really want you now to think logically, sensibly, and opportunistically, even if that's a word, about your roster, your bookings, and your open hours. Because otherwise, lunch breaks are missed, clients run late, your team have to stay and work late, they go cray cray. Um, and you don't maximize the most or make the most of the busy season without going insane, right? Your team go insane, but also actually, clients get let down they can't get uh, fitted in everything goes crazy so I want to let you know that I have created for you an action list to stay on top of your Christmas open hours uh, rosters bookings aka sales opportunities right your roster is your sales opportunity you sell you think you sell facials and haircuts but actually you sell one hour blocks so your roster and your booking and your and your team's opening hours are your sales opportunities and I want you to flip that and start to think about that now you might be listening to this at a time where uh, it's too late clients are booked the roster is done so what I want to encourage you to do now is take the take the action now while you're listening to this to take this checklist that I've made for you the sales opportunity uh, action list and plan it for next year. Like now is the time when you're when you and you know that you are in the cray cray period and you have this opportunity to think ahead. How amazing will it be this time next year if your roster is done and your sales opportunities are wide open? So I've given you some key tips for you to dive in and turn your boring roster into a sales opportunity. So there's a couple of pages there. Uh, for you to take action. So I want you to uh, download the Christmas game plan. I've created it for you and I've given you the action steps, exactly what to do and when and how to do it. So all the hard work is done. You've got enough to think about. I'm going to take you through these 12 action steps now in this Christmas game plan. Get your hands on it. I've done the work, making it easy for you. I know you've got enough on your plate. Turn your rosters and bookings and open hours into sales opportunities. All right, are you ready? Step number two. 
let's talk about the Christmas party. <laughs> and you're probably thinking, what are you trying to do? Make me, make me uh, think about the Christmas party now, but you probably already have, or you're stressing about it. I wanna give you some great ideas about creating the best Christmas party uh, ever, right? Coming up with fun new ideas for the Christmas party that your team will love, uh, especially because you have to do this every year. I don't know about you, but I used to just rack my brains. It's like, oh my God, we've gone out for dinner with a glass of wine too many times. It's way too boring. Well, don't worry because I got you covered this year. We're opening up our vault of best Christmas party ideas exclusively for your eyes, maybe your ears only, right? From fun team building activities to some which are a little bit more on the wild side, I've got you covered. There's something for everybody. So I have three pages. Let me just look here. One, two, three pages of ideas. Now these are ideas of things that I have done myself uh, in the 20 years. We had I had 20 Christmases to work out things to do. Uh, so I'm sharing some of those with you. Some of the ideas I have borrowed off the salon owners that I work with inside Salon Mastery Program because they've been great, heaps of fun, uh, and some things that we have done uh, with my team here at Salon Owners Collective. So get your hands on the Christmas game plan and be a little bit creative with um, Christmas party ideas. This is the one time to bring your team together, really get them to connect. Um, I, and I think it's good to do before Christmas, if you possibly can, it's that connection point before you go cray cray. Some of you decide to do it in the new year, which is, uh, which is kind of more like a celebration. So I quite like that idea as well. All right, uh, action step number three, make the most of Christmas gift vouchers. Now, if you haven't done this before, I want you to know that people spend around 30% more than usual at Christmas time. It's a massive opportunity to increase your salon sales and direct some of that Christmas generosity into your salon as opposed to other gift stores, right? A gift voucher is a perfect way for you to have a piece of that. Get your hands on it. Someone's going to take it home. It might as well be you. Not only will your clients be spending a little bit more with you on their normal appointments, but also encourage them to think about a loved one, right? So I'm opening up my ideas vault once again to share with you three promotional promotional ideas on how you can promote gift vouchers to your clients this Christmas. So grab your hands on it. I've got exact examples. I've got images of how we've promoted it and how to lay it out and exactly what you can do. Uh, there's three promotional ideas for you to get your hands up hands on. I've also given you some Facebook post tips um, and some other little tidbits and advice to make sure that you pull off the campaign effectively. All right, are you ready for action step number four? Sort out your orders. You're probably thinking, what? What do you mean? I don't need to order until the month of December. Maybe you're listening to this in December and it's too late, but I want you to get organized for next year. Stop ordering Maybe a super tedious thing to do. But when you think about, uh, when you think ahead into this cray-cray time of year, it's also important to get it done early right? When it's done, it's out of the way, one less thing to do, one less thing to worry about in those crazy three weeks. I want you to get it done before the three weeks. You can always do a top-up order, but if you've got it done, it's off your plate. I've got an action list for you here on uh, doing Christmas orders at this time, how you can eliminate the stress of running out of stock, uh, eliminate your team getting stressed and run the risk of them flipping out over running out of stock, um, spreading your budget over the period so you can manage it. I've got some key top tips. I've put it, I want to go through all 12 steps 
action steps now. So I've put these in a game plan for you. So you can go through it, check it off and put the right things in order for you now. Get your hands on the Christmas game plan. Hey, Larissa here, just popping in to say, hey, I hope you're loving my chat so far. But don't worry, there's still so much more of the episode to come. But I quickly wanted to jump in here and let you know that I've just opened up three spots to work with three salon owners who want to change their business for the better over the next 45 days. If you're looking to grow your sales, get your team busy without working more hours yourself, then keep listening. I help salon owners attract dream clients, smash their sales targets, build a winning team, all without taking up what little time you have available for yourself. So you can truly step up into your role as salon CEO. Now to see if you're eligible to work with me, then let's chat. I'll leave the link to my messenger in the show notes of this episode, or you can just find me at Salon Owners Collective. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Let's chat and messenger. We'll chat about your business, your goals, your challenges, and we'll take it from there. Okay, now let's get back to this special Christmas podcast. Okay, you ready for action step number five is schedule in some self-care. We've done some functional stuff now. We've done some stuff for the team. I want you to think about you. I think self-care is so important. After all, if you aren't looking after yourself, who the heck is looking after you? Uh, How the heck are you supposed to be looking after your clients, your family, your team, or your staff members if you're not looking after yourself? If you're depleted, how can you care for everybody else? So I want to make sure that you're scheduling in some self-care time now. Like get it into your calendar. I know what it's like uh, when we run by an appointment book, Uh, And even if you're not on the floor all the time, we still run with this mentality. And if it's not in the appointment book, it's not going to happen. I still operate like this. If I need to do something for my team or for the salon owners that I work with, if it's not in my calendar, it does not happen. So I want you to intentionally schedule this into your appointment book. Now, it could be just for an hour. It could be a half day or a full day. It could be every week from now until the Christmas break, or it could be just once between now and then. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Just ensure it's scheduled and in your calendar now so you'll know it will happen. Um, And I'm talking about outside of salon hours, things that you can do. uh, And in fact, I've created a self-care ideas vault. (laughs) And I've got two pages of ideas of self-care. If you're not very good, at doing self-care for oneself or you feel guilty about do that, then grab the self-care ideas vault. It will give you some ideas. I give you permission to prioritize it because when you're in tip-top shape, you can really show up for the people that you need to show up for. When you're exhausted, overwhelmed, drained, you'll be a hangry hairdresser and that is no fun for your clients. It's no fun for your team to work for someone like that. And also the people you love the most, your family, the people at home, they get the worst of you. So it's time to prioritize some self-care. All right, action step number six is planning and goal setting now for next year. If you want to move towards your goals and gain more freedom, gain more freedom, more profit from your business, then you need to be clear not only on what your goals and objectives actually are, but also the action steps that need to, uh, that need to happen in order for you to achieve them. If you really want to make your business amazing, then you need to do some planning and organizing. Many of us take action without any planning. Uh, And I used to, I have to say, hand on heart, I used to be this person all the time. It did not serve me. 
um, because it often results in stress, overwhelm, when you're unprepared for the changes that growth can bring, right? So Benjamin Franklin once said, uh, I was going to say a good friend of mine, never met the guy. Um, he once said, not to me personally, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. And I think many fail because uh, they do not take the time to think ahead and plan for success. And without a plan, you have no roadmap to tell you which route you should take um, from where you are now to where you want to be. And uh, no tour guide, if you will, that will uh, ensure you get to the place that you're wanting to go. Planning ahead is an important aspect of the dream achieving process. First is have the dream, get clarity around that and then plan for that. I think too often we just sit, sit down and start to take action and it's not necessarily the right action. It keeps us busy being busy. So by planning ahead, you become proactive and you for, foresee issues or roadblocks that may come your way and therefore plan the actions to avoid the roadblocks or, or face them, but with confidence and preparation. Imagine actually achieving the goals that you dreamt of. Uh, imagine actually achieving that. Sometimes that's scary. In order to plan for the year ahead, you need to get clear on what's been going on this year, uh, the good and the not so good. I really believe that you need to look back to look forward or look back before you look forward. Um, there are so many uh, amazing lessons from doing this, this process. So I have created you a three-step freedom and profit planner. Step one, reflecting on your wins and your lessons. Step two, creating the first steps for your New Year's action plan. And step three is making it happen, getting some accountability uh, to make sure that you don't have one of those New Year's resolutions that lasts for about three weeks and the rest of the year you just float around. So I've added this into the Christmas uh, survival game plan. It's really important. It's one of those things that I also believe that you need to go and get yourself a glass of wine, a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, find a nook in a house or a nice cafe somewhere um, in our house, in your house, <laughs> don't go to a random's house, um, find yourself a nook and really spend some time thinking about this intentionally. It will dramatically change the outcome of next year. Okay. Step, action step number seven, creating hype on social media. Now, with Christmas fast approaching, approaching um, it's time to start scheduling all of your social media content now before things go super crazy uh, and you have no time. I know, because I work with people just like you, that the minute that you get busy or distracted doing anything else, the first thing that falls off the list is social media. And it's important to create some hype on your social platforms for Christmas bring in all those extra appointments that you want to and into January so you can keep the Christmas momentum going throughout January because what we don't want is this peak at Christmas time in this massive trough in January. It's not good for the bank account. I remember the days when we have this massive sales in December and then we'd have such a low, low, low in January. It's because I wasn't planning ahead. We weren't intentionally planning forward for the new year. Um, so I want you to... Uh, Work on that now before it gets into the Christmas cracker. You know those two quieter weeks at the end of November before you go into the really Christmas cracker. That's the time that you want to be setting out all of December and the first couple of weeks of January's social social media posts. Even if you get a couple of uh, two or three posts scheduled each and every week, then everything else that you do is a bonus. But you know if you miss something, you've got it 
covered. So I've created a social media hype checklist. We don't want to just post things for the sake of posting. We're going to create some hype. We want to get some engagement. We want to get eyeballs on our brand. We want people thinking about this, about us, not thinking about their holidays solely and kind of completely forgetting that actually they need their hair done, their beauty done. Uh, they need a wax because they're going to be in the Southern Hemisphere. In any case, it's, it's uh, summer at Christmas time. They need to look their best. Aunt Bethel is coming over. Why would you let them not look amazing uh, when they go on their summer holiday or whatever it is? So uh, grab the checklist. I've put it in the Christmas survival game plan. Uh, it's there for you to go through, check it off. Put a big, I don't know about you, but I like to check things off when I get it done. So you've got a big fat checkbox as you go through all of the steps. I've got two pages of things to make it you don't need to think, you just need to get it done. Maybe you delegate it to somebody else inside of your business and say, do these things, check, 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 done, scheduled, moving on to number eight. All right, number eight, what to do to avoid the quiet day freak out. Now, when we're building up to this massive uh, hype, sometimes we have a dead quiet day. Uh, we've all had those days with zero clients in the appointment book or maybe one or two, you've got a whole team member, member with zero clients. And you've probably freaked out at one point or another over this exact thing. The risk of a freak out can be especially high when it happens before Christmas. Do you know that little quiet blip, quiet time before everyone's booked into December or after Christmas? Um, when you're so used to being busy and the world feels like suddenly it stopped, it's dead quiet, where are all of the clients? And if you're anything like me, I used to question my business, my team's worth, what's gone wrong? Oh my God, I remember my first zero day actually, uh, quite, quite, quite clearly. And, and I had no clients until the six o'clock client. And uh, lo and behold, she bloody well canceled. So it was my first zero client day. <clears throat> but once I got over myself, um, this is what I did to fill the quiet time. Uh, so I've created you a quiet day checklist. Um, and I've got one, two, three pages of things for you to do uh, on a quiet day so you don't freak out, so you don't question your business and you get off, get up, get proactive about your business and make the most of that time. So it's a good thing to have in your back pocket, whether it's Christmas, whether it's New Year or any time of the time of the year, uh, keep that one in your back pocket for those quiet days to avoid having a freak out and be proactive instead. All right, let's dive into step number nine, get prepared to maximize your sales. Now, when Christmas gets cray cray, it can often result actually in a domino effect. The salon is so busy that your usual standards start to slip. Now, I know that's hard to hear and you're probably like, eh, not, not me, not my team. But actually, this includes uh, lacking great customer service, not, <clears throat> not delivering what the client really wants and needs and instead, just giving her what she's booked in for, or even less. I've seen that happen too many times. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but when the busier your business is, in terms of being booked back to back, back to back, uh, sometimes or often the client average spend actually goes down. Because when we're lacking our great customer service and we're not delivering what the client really wants, uh, your team are overbooked, they're stressed, clients are overcommitted, time-wise, that definitely happens at Christmas, uh, the list goes on, um, the focus is not the same. We don't make um, 
good consultation decisions. We don't give the client the full journey and our average client spend actually goes down, right? This is not a good, smart business model. So instead, I'm gonna encourage you to slow down to speed up and nail Christmas sales without compromising uh, your sanity, your team sanity, or even the sanity of your clients. So remember earlier, I talked about um, your appointment book actually being a sales opportunity. So I've created for you uh, a maximized sales action list. And I have uh, three pages of activities to help you slow down to speed up. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but if you actually slow down, pace yourself, focus on the client journey and the delivery, actually you create more opportunities. Now you might not see as many humans, but in fact, when you slow down, you give a better service. The client is uh, inclined to spend more because of your recommendations. You can actually make more with less effort. Now, to me, that's called working smarter, not harder. Rather than being on the mouse wheel and churning through the people, you're exhausted, the clients are rushed, they're not inclined to spend more because they feel nervous that you don't have the time to do it anyway or that you really have the full, full attention. You don't recommend the things that they could, should, would have because you're too busy to even think about it. You're too worried about how, how late you're running and that, that uh, Mrs. Smith has turned up early. So slow down to speed up, maximize your sales. I've created an action list for you. Grab it inside of the Christmas survival game plan. It's all yours from me to you. Okay, we're getting there. Step number 10, how to get your salon into the Christmas spirit. Now, as Christmas comes near, for, for me, it was always the beginning of December. December was kind of like, okay, Christmas is here. We have started. Uh, it's easy to get stressed out during this time. Uh, but remember, this is where the fun actually begins. We need to intentionally bring the fun. It's time to get Christmassy. Uh, getting in the Christmas spirit is one of the best ways to make the most of the festive season and have fun with it and don't get caught up in all the cray-cray because it is possible to be busy and have fun at the same time. Keep yourself, your team and your clients entertained with this Christmas spirit ideas vault. I'm full of ideas. <laughs> so I've created a checklist for you, some fun, crazy things to do for the salon and the clients. And I've also created a list for you and your team to have fun at work. When you have fun, uh, it changes the whole tone, the whole time. It changes your state. It changes uh, the faces of your team. It changes the tone that people speak. It, it changes the politeness. It changes the mood and uh, the culture. So I encourage you to go through... Uh, the ideas vault around uh, building up the Christmas spirit. And I want you to do that with intention, that you're, you know, um, intentionally driving the culture so people don't get crazy and cranky and hangry, right? Uh, make the effort to keep your team focused, driven, motivated, and consistent, most of all, because that's the most, most important in terms of client delivery. Uh, and make sure that they know that you're all in this together. All right, we're nearly at the end now. Uh, action step number 11. You should only be worrying about these five things. There are only a few more steps that are going to help you survive this Christmas uh, in this uh, Christmas action plan, action guide. Um, so 
So I've made a top five priorities priorities list for you on the things that you should, the only things that you should be worrying about in that last two to three weeks of Christmas. Everything else can be left behind. Uh, all you need to do is focus on these top five things. Get into the right mindset to finish off the year with a roar and begin the new year with some, with some momentum. So I've added this priorities checklist into the Christmas Survival Guide for you to take. And my suggestion is that you uh, put it in your calendar diary to check on it through that week. Or if you're anything like me, I take these things and I put them in my calendar, uh, in my appointment book, and I put it on a reoccurring daily task. So you can check on it every day and say, what are, what are my five things? What are the five things that I need to do to be truly present uh, and truly focus on and give myself permission to step away from everything else in those three weeks? And so I've given you those priorities. What I believe, uh, are going to make the difference to you to be able to survive during that time. But also I think there's something really powerful about uh, giving yourself permission to let go of everything else. You will have already created your, twin, your uh, next year's uh, plan, action plan. You've already done some planning into the new year. We did that in an earlier step. So you've kind of like, you've got it covered. And when you've got that parked and you can visibly see it in your mind's eye that, you know, come end of Christmas, I can pick that up and I can take it and I can run with it. It actually gives you permission to just stop and be present. So I want you to grab that checklist, uh, whether you copy it and put it into your calendar, whether you put the, the actual checklist, um, the game plan into your calendar, however you do that, um, do it now while you're thinking about it, while you've grabbed the game plan that I've created for you. Do it now so when it comes to the cray-cray, you can, you can be present. Uh, you can be present with your team. You can be present with your clients. You can be present with your family. Last but not least, I, uh, step number 12 is I have decided to answer the five most frequently asked questions throughout this last year. We've reached the end of the Christmas uh, game plan. And uh, to wrap up, I want to share with you uh, those most frequently asked questions from the last year. Now, these are the questions that I believe uh, all salon owners can benefit from hearing, which is why I want to put it into this podcast. No matter if you think you know it already, or you've reviewed, you've, you've done something like this already, or you've never done it before, it's a good time to review and take action. So there's a reason why I get asked these questions so frequently, uh, because they're common problems faced by everybody. Uh, and it's the, the kind of problems that don't go away unless you work on them and create a plan. So let me tell you what they are. And I've created uh the FAQ action list. I want to go over what the questions are now so I don't keep you waiting and you can grab the Christmas game plan uh, to get the answers. So are you ready? The most asked question uh, of this year is what can I do to make my social media more effective? So I have gone into detail on the answer for that, but I thought that's really interesting. We know that it is a number one priority uh, in terms of growing and building our business. So we do need to prioritize it, but there are so many um, 
gaps or uh, pieces of the puzzle that need to happen to tick the box of social media and just posting on our social media daily or a couple of times a week just does not cut it anymore and I think uh, as an industry we know that now uh, but I do think it's why I get asked this question a lot so I want to take you through uh, an action plan uh, I've got two pages of action plan to answer that question so um, uh, grab a coffee and, uh, and have a wee read. Okay, question number two that I get asked the most is how do I implement an incentive for my team to keep them motivated? How do I keep my team motivated is the question. And usually the answer that uh, a lot of salon owners are looking for is how do I do that with an incentive? Um, and so I really uh, wanna take you through uh, why a team member is unmotivated and underperforming. And it feels like a weight on our shoulder and it feels like this is our responsibility to do something about it. So I wanna take you through um, what I think that you need to consider uh, and a little bit of long-term thinking uh, to answering that question um, so you can get ahead of it for the new year coming. All right, the last most uh, common question that I get asked is why do my team not want to show up to training? And how can I get them to show up? Do I pay them? Should I pay them? Should I do training? How often should I do training? Um, and so I really want to answer this question because it's it's a deep one. We need we we know we need to train our team, but there's so much ambiguity around how should I do this? What is the right way to do this? How much should I invest in training? Should I pay them? Should I shouldn't I pay them? So uh, I want to take you through that and get that answered once and for all. So you can make a plan for next year, put it to bed, get it done, do what you need to do. All right, that is a wrap. We have officially reached the end of the Christmas game plan. So I'd love to hear what you thought feel free to reach out to me. You know where I always hang out. That is in Messenger. Um, I think it's important to remember that the more organized you get and ahead of time for Christmas, the better, the less stressful it will be. So taking action now truly sets the wheels in motion to make this your best salon Christmas yet. Even better, get ahead and start to plan next year already. Uh, don't get me wrong, I did 20 years of salon Christmases uh, and I, I know well as much as anybody, you can't plan for everything. But I think if you plan for the most things and get ahead uh, and be prepared, uh, then, then that's half the job done, right? You can be prepared. Leave room. Uh, what it does also is it leaves room for putting out any fires that may come up from day to day. You got this. Don't forget, if you need me, I am here to help. Right. Uh, quick question for you as we wrap up for the day. Um, do you want to scale up your business in the new year? Is this something that you uh, aim to do, grow and push your business? Because if you're looking to grow your salon to the next level, then uh, I'm looking for five salon spa owners who want to grow their business next year fast. Now I only work with a certain type of business owner so I want to take, take you through those qualifications. Well first of all you have to be a salon or spa owner looking to make a huge leap forward for next year. You've got a team of seven, maybe four, seven, maybe more uh, and you're already smashing seven or eight k a week or more. Um, you are more than ready to step up into becoming the real salon CEO of your business rather than just clawing back 
uh, from these challenging times, staying stuck in your role as stylist you, or therapist, and you really want to step into your role as salon CEO. Um, you want to grow your team in a sustainable business that's not all centered around you because that's exhausting. You're willing and open to be coachable, uh, to put the right strategic systems into your business and to make massive, take and make massive action uh, for the new year. Then uh, in a year from now, things could be completely different. Life and business could be better than you ever imagined. So if you want to see if we would make a good match to work together, then come and uh, connect with me in Messenger. And uh, if you want to find out more, then just type the words to me, Seller Mastery. I'll know exactly what you mean. Uh, and we will chat. You can tell me a little bit about your business um, and we will take it from there. Now, if you are not there yet, if you have a team of less than four, you're not making seven or eight K a week yet, uh, don't worry, uh, but you want to get there. That is the goal is you want to get into that space and you're really amping to do that. Then come and reach out to me in Messenger also, but I want you to type the word momentum. I'll know exactly what you mean. We shall chat. All right. I hope you have the most amazing Christmas. I know I'm going to talk to you before then, but I hope this has been super helpful. Uh, let me know what actions you are taking. And uh, I look forward to tuning in with you again. Same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.